You are locked into the Simply Greg Show on Slime Radio UK every Saturday from 10 to 12 p.m. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to the Simply Greg Show. That's it, that's it, that's <laughs> it. As you already know, the Simply Greg Show is all about elevating the mind and inspiring the community by spotlighting the hidden gems in our community. So, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So, every Saturday, we have an amazing guest who's been through a journey so that we can actually identify the factors that have worked for them and apply it ourselves in order to achieve the same success as well. So, it's just about real stories, real people, real lives. Okay. And that's what we do every every Saturday. So, as you already know, we're on a Slam Radio UK, so we're on air, live on your airwaves. We're also on the digital dial, so you'll find us, obviously, uh, on any radio platform and also Facebook Live. So, at any point of time, those who are locked in with us at Facebook Live, you can always comment, like, share, get it out there. You never know who it might impact. Oh, yeah. But without further ado, as you guys can obviously see behind the scenes already with Facebook Live, we got this face over here with the shades on, just... You know. <laughs> he ain't playing about it's a sunny day people it's a sunny day <laughs> exactly I so on t-shirt and shorts that's it I'm that's feeling it. myself today he's making know? me feel like i'm like in the winter so he, <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling himself when he came look at the shades and we all could that be anywhere in the world right now i swear <laughs> we're in london people so stand up that swear to is you. it london yeah. stand up for even uh. if you don't know who the voice is or what the voice you're hearing at the present moment without further ado an amazing guest that we have today is yeah. j-rock from Big Brothers oh, yes. um, from achieving great success, <laughs> obviously in the industry and in music, uh-huh. and also winning the Mobos and so forth. Yeah. There's definitely a lot that we can actually get from him. So, without further ado, Absolutely. let's introduce J Rock. Yeah, man, J Rock from Big Brothers. Yeah. Also, go by the name of Retarded Rocky. We'll get into that <laughs> as, as the interview goes on. Retarded Rocky, yeah, bro. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. know. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, I yeah. see. I see now. We'll definitely yeah. get into that. You know, as the interview. Progressive. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of things. Now, for those who've obviously crawled out of a rock and probably don't know who you are, I mean, you know, let them yeah. know who you are and sure. obviously the success that you guys have been able to achieve with Big Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I come from a band called Big Brothers. Um, in like 2000, 2001, we achieved like chart success with our first album called New Flow. Yep. We had singles like New Flow, OK, Favorite Things, Baby Boy. Woo. To name but a few, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We did the uh, Scooby Doo Two movie, which is currently on Netflix. So if you're wondering what Scooby Doo Two, check out Netflix. You'll see us in there. We're in the club scene. We're playing ourselves. You know, we 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 perform a, f- a couple of songs in the in the film. So it's an awesome look, you know. Yeah. And a few bits and pieces. Put it that way. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously your career. I mean, starting from the top, man. How did you even get yourself involved with Big Brothers and mm. and the group, and obviously get started? Please help well, us have an understanding well um starting off i was in a group called out for justice and even before the group you know i had just come back from america i went to um high school in the states i went to a school called james monroe high school in virginia yeah and um you know things went hairy in the states for me it was a mad story it's a mad story but um i got expelled from schools and i couldn't go to any schools in the dc or virginia area at all um so my dad said oh if you're not doing anything come back to london you know so um by which point i had caught the bug for hip-hop you know i was an avid rapper in the states like a lot of people knew me you know um from dc as far as new york yeah yeah um my brother-in-law has a tv show in north carolina 
So um, even currently He you know Keeps people like Estelle hot In the states yeah. and, and stuff like that So you know um, You know Coming up I, I was around people Like Jermaine Dupree I was yeah. around people Like Criss Cross yeah. I was around like Youngsters who were Getting money from music mm, And mm. it was a, It was like You know I can I can do this I can yeah. compete um, A lot of the time Me and one of the guys from Crisscross Cross used to get muddled up a lot. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, the dark yeah. yeah, because we had similar hair, baggy clothes, this, that, and the other. So when we were seen together, people used to be confused as to who was Chris and who was Rocky, <laughs> you know? Um, so when I came back to England anyway, I was trying to find my feet in, in music because there wasn't any hip-hop going on. Yeah. This is in, like, 1994. Yeah. You know? So, like, again... Just, just going around, being around the music, being around the scene, being around hip hop battles and and stuff like that. I clicked up with um, Tony Rotten, who is the guy from Black Twang. Yes, um, yes, yes. He used to live on Tanner's Hill. I was on like Lewisham Way. Yeah. So like we was really close. We used to compete a lot, but like he was an older for me. I used to respect him. I used to love his music. And again, with with people like him breaking through somewhat. It was like, you know what, it's possible. Mm. I just have to apply myself and, and do it the right way. And, yeah. and, you know, I personally at the time I was thinking about being a soloist. Mm. I can make it, you know. And then obviously meeting people like MC Ty, mm. who had a, um, it's not like a rap school, but he was like teaching people how to rap and stuff um, in Oval House. Yeah. I clicked up with Randy from the group. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, he was a... So you linked up with him in the States as well? Or was no, it? no, okay. that okay. was in, yeah. in South London, yeah, man, yeah. when I'd come back to the UK. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, at MC Ties, like, rap school, it was like yeah. for battlers, for people who were trying to formulate, like, crews. Yeah. So um, I met him there. And I thought his voice was outstanding, you know. He rem- he reminded me of, like, a Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. You know, and obviously Wu-Tang was hot. He reminded me of one of those type of guys, you know, when I heard his voice. It was it was amazing to yeah. me. His brother was also there, Chaz D. And uh, we had a little uh, a group called Out for Justice at first. And, like, <laughs> you know, that was mad because our, our first demos went to Tim Westwood. Yeah, who used to play like four records back to back, dropping bombs. Yeah, it was loops. Like no UK artist was getting that kind of love at the time. Um, DJ Two Seven Nine, who was at um, Choice FM at the time, mm. like he used to show us a lot of love. Obviously, Choice FM was in Brixton. Yeah, before it moved to um, West End and eventually became Capital Extra. Yeah. Um, so you know from the. F- from the fringe DJs mm. we had all the love and support in the world but like people used to phone up to the radio stations like nah these guys ain't real this is too gangsters too hard but <laughs> it was real for us I mean yeah, we yeah. was rapping about what we was going through as youngsters in Brixton yeah. and I suppose that's why Westwood showed us so much love at the time Yeah, but you know moving moving on from that you know we um, we had a little studio um, in in Kennington, in yeah. my friend um, Marlon Marlon's house, they call him Marlon Brando. I always <laughs> want to say Marlon Brando confuses <laughs> yeah. people sometimes. But Marlon, or you know, as he's known as Brando, yeah. Yeah. he was he was like a he was like he was our age, but he was like a father figure. You know, he was yeah. really welcoming. Yeah. So he had built a studio in his house and let everybody come through, you know, and and tear it up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like literally. 
like Nadia had come from Reading, mm. joined the the music conglomerate that we were building. Cerise had come from West London, joined wow. the conglomerate. Um, and there was about 15, 20 of us, you know, wow. floating around different soloists, different groups. Like Out for Justice was one of them, mm. um, you know. And and we were we were doing amazing things just yeah, as yeah. just as a normal unsigned band, like yeah, yeah. you know. Um, when we started catching people's attention was like when we started pressing CDs. Mm. Um, we had a thing called Breakdown Megamix, yeah. Um, spearheaded by our producer Skills, who used to uh, make these mix CDs, mixtapes, and um, you know sell them mm. at, at places like CD Bar or anywhere that would do a sale or return deal, you know? Um, so a lot of the people in, in London who were into hip-hop, into, like, dance music anyway, yeah. would, would pick up these CDs and, and become familiar with Big Brothers. Just through that. Just through that, you know? Like, Absolutely. Wow. Um, so when we started doing shows and stuff, people actually already knew the songs, mm. like, randomly. Um, when we started selling our own CDs, like not the mega mixes or none of that, like yeah. our own CDs, we started selling like mad figures, like three thousand a week, wow. just out of backpacks, you know. Wow. And obviously, because we're going to distributors or printers um, and getting these things printed, yeah. they're going to record label saying these guys are hot. They're yeah, getting yeah, rid yeah. of their product every yeah, week. Yeah. They can't sell enough, like yeah. you know. So you know, before you know it, managers are sniffing around. Um, you know, record labels are sniffing around. But um, so you guys was actually putting in the work from before in the early days. So it's yeah. not like you just popped up like oh, you was man. mechanically put together by a record label. Yeah. Like bro. it was, it was so far from being a manufactured band. Yeah, I mean at the time there was a lot of manufactured bands, and that was maybe the cool thing. Yeah, but like again, we always thought left field, um, and we decided to put ourselves together. You know, it, yeah. and it was from. A suggestion from Jonathan Shalit, but like it was off a comment yeah. because Jonathan Shalit had signed Skills, my producer at the yeah. time, yeah. and literally Jonathan and JD, uh, one of the guys, he he was my day to day manager. JD yeah. had come over to the studio to pick up JD, who was part of So Solid at that time as well. No, oh, okay, no, different. no. Okay. JD was like, and I say was because he's passed away now, unfortunately, man. Um, but he was like the realest manager in the business yeah, at the yeah. time, you know. There's a few good guys now, yeah. but at the time, JD was 100. And, um, you know, they came to collect some music from the studio that yeah. uh, Skills had produced. And um, during that meeting, I, I said, um, you know, you can't sign my producer and not take me. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, music that, the music that you're loving and signed him because of, like, it's my records, really. Yeah, yeah. It's a J-Rock song, or it's a Out for Justice song, or it's mm. a... You understand? So with that being said, Jonathan was like, you know what, guys, pick the best six. Mm. And um, that's that's literally what I did, man. I got on the phone, started phoning everyone. Yeah. Like, I was actually signing on, dude. Like, I'll keep it 100 with you. <laughs> yeah, I was 100. signing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though we were selling, like, CDs, yeah, yeah. selling bits and pieces, you know, on the road. Yeah. Like, I was still signing on. And, yeah. like, Dion, even though I knew her from the streets, she was working in the... In the job centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so can you imagine, like, I was signing my signature on the on the dotted line, and I was like, dude, there's an opportunity for us wow. to, <laughs> to work to, together. Yeah, wow. and, and to actually make a difference in the music industry. And obviously imagine her, that. her heart was in music, so it wasn't a big ass. She turned around and came and started recording again with us. Yeah. Um, Charisse, like, the story with Charisse is like, you know, 
when we 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 had established the studio and we were we were recording like religiously at Marlon's place, um, we decided to send Sharice's demo over to the Mobos. Okay, okay. And um, the first Mobo unsung, Sharice won it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, hands that. down. And um, she got a deal with East West Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that deal like spearheaded her career for sure. You yeah. know, um, it was a really good look for yeah. the for the team yeah. in general. Like you know, um, and obviously the the record that won was her song called Second Best that mm. also featured a, a guy called Dino who is now um, Arrow Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. he writes a lot of Beyonce's music and stuff like this. So we come from a yeah. Really well structured, mm. you know, crew of musicians mm. who always had a passion for putting out music. great, great yeah. music, you know. Good content. Like with Dino, for instance, he used to work for um, This Is How We Do It. What's his name? <laughs> this Is How We Do It. What, what, oh, I totally forget his name. Montel, Montel Jordan. Yeah, Montel oh, Jordan. my goodness. So, like, you know, Dino was bubbling, but as a songwriter, he wasn't really interested in being an artist, yeah. you know, and, and so forth. So, the amount of people that was around, yeah. the amount of different energies that was constant, you know, yeah. it just it just led us to once again persevere and say, regardless of what anyone's talking about in the hood, a lot of people were naysayers. Yeah, a yeah, lot of people yeah. were like, "Nah, True. you're never gonna make it." Yeah, nah, this, that, and the other. Oh, my cousin raps. Oh, this, that, and, the other. Yeah. and it was like, I appreciate everybody's, you know, yeah. opinion. Yeah, but I'm the guy that's doing it yeah, and yeah. I believe in me yeah. you know and I think the every individual that was in the group believed in themselves Yeah. and when we got together it was like form, forming Voltron you know it was yeah. like the the I don't know how to explain it it was like putting our rings together and everyone's energy Come coming together, into yeah. one and then the magic just happened naturally you know oh, yeah. it was never a forced a forced process yeah. yeah that's amazing it's obviously great to hear how everything came together especially you connecting with Dion as well yeah, and uh, yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> I was signing on and be like yeah, do you want to jump on alright cool let's jump on I mean, and I, I'm, I'm always for things that naturally come together for sure, because for that's sure. where the power resides in Definitely. you know the commonalities between all of you and your passion towards mm. the content and what you're trying to bring out there Absolutely. instead of fabricating something in order to try and make it work and I guess that's why that unity was able to actually show itself when Definitely. you guys were able to get that deal. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the only thing that was fabricated, you know, was the music. If you could say that, it was yeah. real music, but it was entertainment. Yeah, I was, I never was in an interview saying, "Raw, I'm keeping it real." Yeah, yeah. this is how I live. No, yeah. how I live was a secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my music was was for the public it was for the world it was for the kids it was for the oldest it was for everyone yeah you know and um we definitely had those results in the charts you amazing know? and that is obviously great so how did you also come to the signing of that as well so i mean you've done all the hustle before that and yeah. you said obviously sharice um won the mobos yeah how did it now come to you guys signing on the dotted line and then you know moving forward from there to as i say saw? as i say our producer skills was uh was a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and, and he was a forward-thinking person. Yeah. So, like, again, when we started working together, he was ahead of the game in a lot of, in a, in a lot of regards. Um, mm. For instance, like, So Solid was in the charts. I went to school with Scat D. Mm. Um, and I knew Mega Man. Um, and a few of the others, Face and a, and a few others mm. from So Solid. But, like, 
the way their career was winding up when we were coming into the game, yeah. it was like, I don't want to follow that path. Mm. I want to be able to do shows in London. Because all the bad kind of press yeah. that was around them during that period of time. Like, yeah. The thing that shortened their rope was the inability to perform. Mm. Like, their, their inability... Like yeah. yeah, the inability to become exposed now. Mm. Yeah, because of the... Um, let's say the... Um, persona they had yeah, like yeah. they you know anytime they had a, a a dance there was a shooting anytime they had a yeah, dance yeah. there was a fight and an epic one that would make the news so yeah. after a while people started to pull away from that mm. so with me having a child already like I was a family guy but like you know a young dude at the same time yeah I wanted to make a positive difference yeah yeah like I wanted to make music that my, my daughter could listen to yeah um, I wanted to still be able to pick her up from school yeah, without, yeah. without the hustle Issues, and bustle yeah. of yeah people trying to follow me or yeah. whatever the case is, you know. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of good experiences when we first entered the the music industry, you yeah. know. Um, again, like I, I lived like a normal person, but like I might have been doing top of the pops today, yeah, yeah. And yeah, my yeah. daughter was allowed to come; she would be in the audience, yeah. or I might have been doing CD UK. Or ministry. CD UK, do they yeah. still even do that? <laughs> they don't do it anymore. CD UK, I remember. They don't even play the remix. We're back right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, like for the folks at home, if you don't know, like Big yeah. Brothers is 18 years old this year. Woo, 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 woo. You know? 18 and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And although we're keeping things relatively quiet. Yeah. We've been gigging religiously since 2001. Yeah, <laughs> you wow. Know, you know what I'm saying? So like, you were touring last year as well, right? You touring this year, bro. This year as well, Australia <laughs> you had, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But we're, we're, we're touring this year, and for two lucky winners, like, you know, uh, of this show, we're going to give away two um, pairs of tickets for the Wembley Arena show. Choose! And no when's doubt. that going to be? That's going to be on the 1st of November. Oh, wow, but wow. But it's a massive event. It's going to be a massive event. That's it. So, for those who obviously used to listen to Big Brother before and were fans and doing the steps and like, just that, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. big, bro. Take it <laughs> over the show. <laughs> and all of that. Look, you can also get yourself a, ch- uh, a, a chance to obviously get a ticket yeah. uh, to go to their show in Wembley Arena, which is obviously on uh, November the 4th. November um, the 1st n- November the 1st That's yeah. it um, uh, Just to obviously mention again So November the 1st So mm-hmm. what I want you guys to do Is share this yeah, Once yeah. you share it Say um, me too uh-huh. And what I'll do Is be able to see who um, Obviously we can obviously Give the tickets to Alright okay. so Share this Once you share this Just type down me too And then obviously we'll see uh, We'll pick two winners out of that And obviously mm-hmm. get you um, Out uh, the tickets as well And for those who are listening to us On the airwaves Or you're listening to us On uh, digital dials So forth as you already know, you know the number to text, number to call. The number to text 07375752271. That's 07375752271. And guys watching live at the present moment, obviously on Facebook Live, if you have any questions, please fire away. We're good to go. Um, J Rock came in today and he said, Greg, any questions you want to ask me, just go for it. Oh, yeah. Just- <laughs> please do, please so, do. He don't know what he's got himself into, but. <laughs> But he signed for it, so let's go with that. Um, But yeah, so obviously you you guys got signed, you know, um, Skills got signed, and then um, you guys had the hype going on. Then you obviously went to the record label and you was like, Raw, you've got our producer, what Uh about us? Yeah. Yeah, They got you to pick the best six, you picked the best six, you were good to go. Uh Um, First and foremost, tell us the highs and some of the lows that happened after that. I think... The biggest high after that initially was getting signed mm. because um, 
you know, once you've done a demo, the shopping um, process must begin, right? Yeah, so you yeah. go to as many labels as you can. Yeah. Luckily for us, we had Jonathan Shalit, who was pretty well plugged in yeah. to every major label yeah, in, the, yeah. in the UK, you know? So we went to Polydor, we went to Columbia, Sony, we went to uh, Universal. Yeah. We went to so many different labels, you know, and they all had tangible offers, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's like, mm, which one do you take? Mm. You understand? So, again, being young and somewhat naive of the industry, it was like, which one is offering the most money? Yeah, yeah. Because, At that time. <laughs> because the music is insane right yeah. so it was like who's offering the most money because we're gonna we're gonna make it back yeah that was my thing like from the background that i come from it's all about consignment yeah and getting rid of product in it yeah. so like when when they say oh it's three hundred thousand per album there's six albums it's easy to do the math <laughs> like, you understand? real quick yeah 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 so yeah. like we decided to roll with sony yeah and um and sony didn't want to sign us dude like they didn't want to sign us like what was that god's honest truth um nick Raphael had different ideas mm. for <laughs> for sony um urban division i mm. suppose um he's a guy that is He's a real youth, mm. like at the end of the day. Mm. Um, he's a Jewish young guy. Mm. Um, like he brought Jay-Z over to, this, um, to the UK, mm. first of all, and probably signed and, uh, how do you call it, um, licensed mm. Jay-Z's music over mm. here, the first guy that did oh, that. Wow. So, you know, he was feeling himself as far as hip-hop and that was concerned. Yeah. And um, although he liked us, he wasn't prepared to, like put his career on the line as raw I'm signing these man yeah you know um, so what happened was which was <laughs> another funny story we went to um, well not us not all of us but Skills Marlon Jonathan Shalit they went to um, Medem in France you know the music conference yeah and they met up with um, David Massey who was the head of Sony Worldwide yeah also a friend of Jonathan Shalit yeah and um, they convinced David Massey to sign us. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So David Massey, head of uh, Sony Worldwide, decided that Nick Raphael, he was bigger than Nick, innit? Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. made Nick Raphael sign us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's where the action started. So, like, you know, um, that was the high point, actually, yeah. signing that contract, smoking a cigar to it, <laughs> Like, I saw, like, this week, I saw a lot of guys getting signed. The, the guy that um, did... Vossi Bop. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot um, of guys Stormzy. are getting... Yeah, no, not Stormzy. Uh, uh, the guy that produced okay. Vossi Bop. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of guys get signed yeah, over the yeah. back of success. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? It's not like raw. they hustled the same way yeah. that we did. Yeah. Like, ours is a very grassroots hustle. Yeah. Um, Stormzy, again, very grassroots hustle. Yeah. But, you know, some producers get the luck of the draw. Like, you know, working with a hot artist, yeah. that hot artist record goes number one, you go yeah. number one with them, yeah. and then you're not signed, you get picked up. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people that do feature records get picked up inadvertently, you yeah. understand? Just because the record they featured on was hot. Yeah. Sam Smith is a perfect um, example, example of that. that yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. So all of that, that first and foremost, <laughs> amazing, because what followed after, I think many people obviously saw that the records came out. So, yeah. um, you know, um, New Flow came out. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. after that, what was your second one? That was... It was called OK. Yeah, OK. And then, you know, uh, it followed after that. And you guys obviously uh. got the... Um, you know, Mobos, you won all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we that won. That have been an experience for you as well. We won Best Newcomer and Best UK Act. Uh, I think it was 2002. Yeah, 2002, so. 2003. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. So so literally, if you can imagine Sharice winning the unsung. 2000 uh, year 2000 and yeah. then we coming back two years later winning two more awards yeah like our our crew has actually won three mobos here we've we've done a lot yeah. in such a short space of time um what was the question again and who another question who came yeah. up with the name of big brothers and what was that all about <laughs> the the name big brothers actually came from the production house mm. um which was marlon's house but um they they decided to call the production company big brothers okay i.e it came from the George Orwell book, like Big Brothers watching you. Yeah. So, i.e., we're keeping an eye on the streets. We can hear what's hot. Yeah, yeah. We can hear what's not. <laughs> we're gonna be pointing out these things and highlighting the good ones. Like, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? So, literally, when we got signed, it was like, "What are you guys gonna call yourselves?" It was like a no-brainer. Wow. We're gonna be Big Brothers. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, the name is only important if you're successful. Like, if it wasn't successful, no one would remember us anyway. So it was, it was one of those things. <laughs> true, true. Which is a good point. Yeah. Now, tell me, what were some of the challenges about actually working together as a conglomerate and obviously a yeah. group of six individuals? Sure. Um, and what type of challenges did you guys face on your journey to actually achieving some of the notoriety that you was able mm. to accomplish? I think, I think the biggest challenge, uh, working with three, well, six individuals, <laughs> is, is like working together, being absolutely cohesive it was yeah. difficult because everyone had different ideas obviously Sharice was a solo artist to begin with yeah had designs of finishing off as a solo artist you yeah. know Nadia was a part of a group I think she took to being in the group a little bit easier mm. um and was a little bit more how do you say flexible in mm. her approach to music mm. which is why you can hear she has a little bit more of a hip-hop twang to her singing style and so forth. Um, Dion comes from a gospel background. Okay. You know, goes to church a lot and definitely sang in a choir, you know. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of her <laughs> song ideas was based ar- around being sorry and yeah, yeah, yeah. very woeful. And yeah. it was like, okay, this is a young, <laughs> you yeah. know, so so keeping everybody's focus in the same direction was was a little bit difficult. Obviously, me and Randy came from a group together. We was in Out for Justice before Big Brothers, so you know it was yeah. it was an easier look between me and him. Where Flawless had a bit of a competition thing going on. Okay, cool, cool. Like where me and Randy compete compete friendly. Yeah, his competition was like, no, I need sixteen instead of eight bars. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, this, that, and the other, and I would always give it to him. I mean, the the important thing is having a hit record. It yeah, doesn't yeah. matter how the hit record is formulated. Yeah. So, like, I'd never really bothered myself with the problems. Yeah. But, again, keeping everybody's focus in one direction so we, you know, hit a common goal was difficult. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's definitely big. So, we, you know, we're going to go more into that at the present moment, obviously. Yeah. Within the next uh, minute or so, we're going straight into ad break as well, um, pay our bills. But um, yeah. we're going to talk to, obviously, <laughs> J-Rock more about, obviously, some of the challenges that he went through uh-huh. um, and also some of the, the practical kind of things that we can all apply yeah. uh, and tips and things behind the scenes sure. that, you know, people may want to know. And if you're obviously on Facebook Live, just dash away any questions, any comments. We'll hit that right back to you as well. 
And for those who are obviously uh, listening on uh, um, on our airwaves and also listening on digital dial, as you already know, number to text, number to call 07375752271. That's 07375752271. If you like, you share, get it out there. Also, write down me too, and uh, you can get a chance to also win a ticket to go to their live event, which oh, is yeah. in Wembley on the 1st of November. That's, That's right. definitely a big one. So make sure you do that as well. Uh, until then, we're still here. We're still locked in. Don't go nowhere. Uh, thank you very much for the messages. Don't go nowhere. For those on the, uh, live on the airways, we'll catch you on the other side of the break. See you soon. Simply quick show.